0: Welcome to the Vet Coach Transition Tips podcast where you get real and practical advice on how to go from wearing boots to wearing a suit. We've got you covered on advice from writing resumes to killing it in an interview. Be sure to check out this podcast and more at transitionvetcoach.com. And now your host, former Navy Lieutenant Pat Bergstresser. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Vet Coach Transition Tips podcast. This is your host Pat Bergstresser, thanks so much for listening to us. You can check us out at TransitionVetCoach.com for all the other podcast episodes and our blog posts. We are in the middle of the LinkedIn series. So this is series number three for the podcast, and potentially, in my opinion, the most influential one, because LinkedIn really is a game changer. Uh, it really can separate people uh, in the job selection process and can really help you stand out and really help you show that you're the right person for the job. And as I said on the last episode, and I'll say it with every episode, if you don't have a LinkedIn profile yet and you're listening to this, make a note and make one today and sign up for the free one-year LinkedIn Premium for Veterans. Just Google that. You'll find it, the link, and then you can either add it to your existing LinkedIn profile or create one on the spot there. Either way, get started. The last episode was an overview of linkedin we talked about how we're going to have two separate series the the one is networking because that's really the power of linkedin is networking but before you can network you need a profile And so we're going to break down the primary aspects of that profile and walk you through how to build your profile and not only build it out, but do it in a way that attracts attention and gets people to read it and gets people to understand your value proposition and what you bring to the table, because that's really what it's all about. And if you do that correctly, you might just end up in a situation like me where someone reaches out to you and offers you the opportunity to interview for a dream job. That's super rare, but it does happen. I talked about it on the last episode, so go back and listen if you want to hear my story. But essentially, a senior executive at Capital One reached out to me. They didn't give me the job. I still had to interview and perform well, and, the, and, and interviewing for analyst roles at Capital One is notoriously difficult. But just by her reaching out, I found out about the opportunity, uh, and she connected me with some military veterans on the inside who helped me understand how to interview and how to go about the process. Uh, and so when it came time to interview, I was pretty prepared and I just had to execute at that point. So we're talking about the LinkedIn profile specifically, and we're talking about all the different sections. And where we want to start with first is the picture. When you go on Facebook or you go on Instagram, is the first thing you look at the post somebody makes when you're on their profile page, is the first thing you look at their their uh, p- recent posts, or is it their picture? And when and, and and the answer is obviously the picture. Everybody, you know, works You know, when they're on social media, they're operating off of their eyeballs and your eyeballs go to pictures. That's, you know, what makes Instagram so popular. People can just look at things. They don't even need to read the comments uh, when people take a more artistic or more photogenic approach with it. Not only do your do, do your eyes always gravitate to the photo first, but they gravitate to the, the, the profile photo and the background photo. And that's specific to LinkedIn, but a lot of other social media platforms have this. I think Twitter does as well. And LinkedIn is no different. You have your profile picture and your background picture. And so when people go to your page, those are the first things they gravitate towards before they start reading. People just naturally want to know who they're looking at. And so it's really, really important that you take advantage of this real estate. You hear me say that a lot, when talking about LinkedIn is LinkedIn gives you a set amount of real estate and you should optimize the real estate that you're given as much as possible. And so there's two pictures, there's the background and the profile. Now the profile is the most important, but we're going to talk about the background first since that's at the very top. And when you're looking at your background photo, there's two general approaches that you'll see on LinkedIn. One is the personal touch or the personal approach. And the other one is more of the branding approach. And so we'll start we'll start with personal touch because that's probably what most of you are, are, are gonna end up doing unless you have plans to be an entrepreneur or solo, solopreneur, as they say. But we'll start with the personal touch. Personal touch is really a background photo that says something about you. And so you'll see a lot of different variations of this. Some people are photographers in their free time. One of the guys on my team is a photographer, and uh, he uses his pictures in a lot of his social media, and he, he'll post them in our Slack channel at work, cool stuff that he takes over the weekend. Uh, and so uh, his LinkedIn background is a picture that he took that he thought was really cool, and it's a picture that sort of represents his, his style, says something about him. If people ask, he can say, yeah, I took that picture. That's one approach you can go with, and you can do that in a variety of ways. Again, you can be a photographer, but most of us aren't. You can post a picture of uh, where you're from originally. Some people are from some really cool places, and so they have some cool overhead shots, uh, some cool... A lead in to talk about yourself or says something about you. Like one of my friends is from California. And, uh, when we were in school, he actually found a picture, a top-down picture of an F-22. And when he happened to look at the picture, when he saw this picture, he noticed that it was actually taken over his hometown and he verified it on Google earth. So, uh, so he used that picture as his background, I think on his Facebook Because he didn't end up flying F-22s, he's a C-130 guy now, but he thought that was just really cool that it was flying over his hometown. And so you can do pictures like that for your background, pictures of your hometown, pictures of where you're from. For me, my picture is uh, a sort of a panoramic view of the Air Force Academy. Air Force Academy sort of has a cool-looking campus. The chapel is sort of the most uh, prolific piece of architecture there, Uh, but it's sort of a cool-looking campus. It says something about me, that's where I went to school, and so that's my background picture. Another route that people take is something associated with where they work. So at Capital One, Uh, There are a variety of stock photos that you can get internally that show pictures of the workplaces amongst Capital One, whether you work in Richmond or D.C. or Texas or wherever. They they spend a lot of time making cool-looking campuses similar to tech companies. And so people, a lot of times people will grab those pictures and use them as their backgrounds on LinkedIn, and it usually somewhere on there says hashtag life at Capital One. Uh, and so that's one option you can take too if you're just really proud of where you work, you are already gotten out, you're working somewhere. Um, but don't be afraid to put something military related. Now, I wouldn't put you know a battle scene or something like that. That's not really the time or the place on LinkedIn to be showing pictures like that. And I, it might even get removed if you try to do it. Uh, but it is an opportunity. You know, if you were a pilot, uh, put put the plane you flew. If you were on ships in the navy, put a picture of your ship or or just a picture of a ship. You know, something about you. Something that's not. If you don't put a background image, it'll just put this like just dark blue color basically in the in the place of a background photo. But take advantage of that that real estate and put something that sa- that says something about you. The other option is the branding approach. So the branding approach is where if you're an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, you can put a graphic basically in that, and you can use a photo, but a lot of times people take a graphic and they take basically some sort of colored background or some sort of image or some sort of uh, design and they put information about themselves on there and they use it as sort of an advertising function. And so what you can do is you can, the easiest way to do this is to go to a website called canva.com, C-A-N-V-A.com. You can get a free account. To do anything really cool, you do have to pay. Uh, But some people do pay because they really want a cool LinkedIn uh, background. But on Canva, they have a lot of these preset designs already made. So if you want to have a LinkedIn background or Facebook background or a Twitter background or you want to make images that fit certain pixel sizes and stuff like that for social media, they have all of this pre-made and all you have to do is just tweak it and change it for yourself and then you're done. But you can do a lot of it for free and so you'll see a lot of people on LinkedIn take this approach, and they usually have some sort of background, whatever they pick, and they put the brand, like whatever their personal brand is. Uh, you know, if it's if, if they're working in a lot of people on LinkedIn are like LinkedIn consultants. So they tell you how to optimize your LinkedIn. Um, and they tell you stuff way more in detail than we'll talk about on this podcast and, and stuff that really isn't relevant for most people. But if you're really looking to like build a brand on LinkedIn, there's people who, t- who teach you the really specific details on how to do that. So you p- see people like that with this kind of background or people who are solopreneurs, which is when you have like a, a one-person-operated business, and you know maybe you run an online consultancy, maybe you're a social media influencer, uh, whatever the case is, uh, you'll see a lot of people like that on LinkedIn, and they'll really take this approach with their background photo. So it usually has their brand, their email, their website. It might even have like like the slogan or the motto of their company. It'll have sometimes you'll see a little arrow pointing to the to the connect or follow button. So they'll sort of put the arrow on the picture so it points downward towards and and right beneath that is the actual button on LinkedIn where you can connect or follow with someone. So people will say like follow me or connect with me, and they'll put the little arrow because they want you to follow or connect with them so they can expand their reach, usually as well, they'll have like their title on there, like founder and CEO or whatever the case is. And so people who are trying to build a brand on LinkedIn, you'll see them take that approach, don't feel the need to do that. Because it's really not for, you know, people who are transitioning veterans, I don't think you need to worry about that. And I don't think you need to sweat over your background photo. But just something to keep in mind that if you do want to do that, Feel free, but just realize that you might really not know what your personal brand is at this point. And we're going to talk in one of these sections on LinkedIn about how to build a personal brand and what does a personal brand mean. But generally, when you're getting out, most people don't know what they want to do or don't necessarily know what their brand is. And even if they think they know what their brand is, it might change when they get out. Because what you think life is going to be like when you get out and what it actually turns out to be are very different. Uh, And for most people, they end up going a slightly different or completely different path than they thought they were going to. And so just something to keep in mind. Don't invest too much in establishing this brand that might not quite turn out to be what you think it is. And so again, I wouldn't focus too much on the branding. I'd just focus on getting a picture that says something about you as the background photo. Now we're going to pivot over to the profile photo, and this is actually much more important. People with a profile photo get viewed 14 times more than people who don't. That should tell you everything you need to know about why it's important to have a profile photo. People want to know who they're reading about. I've heard statistics before about people on dating sites and how important it is to have photos on dating sites. And people think, why would you have a profile on a dating site and not have a picture? Especially like in the age of Tinder and you know, Bumble and these swipe right sort of apps. If you don't have a picture, like nobody's gonna nobody's going to respond to you. And you would think that's obvious, but apparently people still do that. Well, the case is similar on LinkedIn. You're not looking for a date, but you are looking to connect with people. And people want to know who they're connecting with. So you need to put a profile picture up there. But before you get all worried about having a profile picture, it's really not that complicated. And you really don't need to put a tremendous amount of effort into it. So it's just a headshot. And mine is actually a professional headshot. But the reason for that is when I got out, I was using a headhunting firm and they said we needed a professional headshot. I'm not against professional headshots. I think it's probably like the best route you can go, but I don't think you need to spend any money on it. And I did not spend a dime on mine. I just, one of my friends happens to be a photographer. I asked her, Hey, can you take a headshot for me real quick? I just need it for this, you know, this headhunting firm I'm working with. They're saying we have to have one. Um, and so I got it taken and it was free. So it didn't cost me anything. If, if it had cost me something, I might've just tried to do it myself. Cause I don't think you need to spend money on these pictures, but all you need is a white background, some decent natural lighting in an, in an iPhone or an Android phone, or just some sort of camera phone that has a halfway decent, you know, pixel, uh, capability. Don't be buying some expensive camera or using some expensive camera. You can use your phone. It's just fine. So in terms of what you want to be wearing in this, absolutely under no circumstances should you be wearing your uniform at all. The only people on LinkedIn who should be in their uniform who are people who are on active duty, actively networking on the military, and are not planning on leaving anytime soon. What you're wearing in that picture is part of your brand. And you don't want people thinking, that they, You don't want them looking at your profile and thinking that you're still in the military. You want them to see you as someone who could be on their team. And if you're wearing a uniform still, you just naturally are not sending a message that you could be part of your team. People outside of the military are looking at that and thinking you are some sort of stone cold killer. Like the opinions that people have of the military who have no association with it or weren't in themselves will blow your mind. It's really interesting to talk to them. They honestly have no clue what we do, and they don't know that the vast majority of us are not you know, shooting people every day. Some of us do. That's part of our job, but that's not what most of us are doing. And they just don't really understand what the military is like. And so when they see that uniform, they may never want to say this, but it is a little bit off-putting because it's not the environment that they're in. You want to show them that you can fit in their environment. So do not wear a uniform at all if you're transitioning anytime time in the next couple of years. In that picture, don't wear a uniform. Here's what you should wear. Two options. One is a suit and a tie or an equivalent for for females you know some sort of nice blouse maybe a, a like a sport coat don't overthink it just a, a white shirt red blue tie you know a a dark coat something like that you can keep it simple you don't even have to wear the pants this is just a headshot uh, and you're you're your headshot—you just look, just go on LinkedIn. You can see plenty of headshots, but generally, you want your yourself to take up about sixty percent of that circular photo, and you want the picture to kind of show probably halfway up your chest, up to the top of your head. That's kind of what you're looking for—a little bit. Remove from that is totally fine. It's not the end of the world. But you want to make sure your your face is totally in the picture, but you don't want to be like your face is the entire picture. You know what I mean? So again, 60% of the circular picture, just take a look. The picture itself can be 400 by 400 pixels. But if it's way more than that, which most of the time it is, because it's a high quality camera, even on your phones, it's totally fine. It'll downsize it for you when you upload it. But yeah, 60% of the frame, wear a suit and tie or a collared shirt. Uh, and again, it kind of has to do with the message you're trying to send. If you're trying to work in tech, you can probably get away with just a nice collared shirt, like a an butt, open-collared button-up shirt or something like that, with just you know, sort of a casual look. If you're looking to go into sales or uh, financial services or something that might be a little bit more uh, polished— I would go with the suit and tie, but here's what I'll say. You can't go wrong with the suit and tie. That's not going to hurt you, and you really can't go wrong with the collar shirt either. Nobody's really judging you on what your LinkedIn profile picture is unless it's just something really stupid, and that leads me to my next point. This is not Facebook or Instagram. This is not Twitter. This is a professional networking tool, so you want your picture to represent you in a professional manner. This picture should be only you, no one else, and you should be wearing whatever you envision yourself wearing to work as long as it's not your uniform. So again, it's all part of your brand. What do you think your brand is? And what do you want to convey to people? Do you want to convey an uptight feeling uh, or do you want to convey a professional feeling or do you want to convey a casual feeling or a fun feeling? Whatever it is, your picture is all people know about you. They don't know a thing about you other than that picture. And that picture is setting the tone. So keep it simple. Keep it straightforward. And when you take that picture, make sure you're smiling. Smiling is hugely important. This is not your typical military picture where they where you stare at the camera with a death stare and you're not smiling. This is not that. This is not the time to do that. And I've seen that on LinkedIn plenty of times. And this is it's completely inappropriate. If you went to someone's profile page and they had a non-smiling, mean-mugging picture, do you think anybody wants to talk to them? No. They don't know that you are capable of smiling and you smile all the time and you're the class clown at work. They just know that you're not smiling in your picture and you don't look approachable or like someone they want to talk to. So absolutely, smile on your picture, but this shouldn't be like your third grade soccer photo where you didn't know how to smile and you just showed the camera all your teeth. Like, you know how to smile, do a natural smile, like if your friends tell you a joke or something like that, a natural, normal smile that's not weird, it's not freaky, it's not odd, it's not goofy, it's just whatever you smile as normally will be perfectly fine, just do that. And when you take this picture... You want to take it in natural light. So you don't want to be in a room with harsh fluorescent light bulbs in there because they actually don't look good. You want to go into a room that has natural light coming in and you want to be facing the natural light and have the person taking the picture standing in front of you. So the natural light is coming onto your face and they're taking the picture and just make sure the backdrop is either a natural backdrop. So like outside with trees and whatnot, or it's just a white background. That's totally fine keep it very, very simple. You don't need to spend money on this. If you're really dead set on getting a headshot, of course, that's totally fine. You don't have to worry about it. The camera person will take care of all the work for you and they'll charge you 50 bucks. So if you really want to do that, that's fine. I just want to point out you really don't need to. Uh, There's really no need to do that. And then the last piece here is have someone take that picture for you. I kind of alluded to that. This is not a selfie. It'll be very obvious that your arm is sticking out when you take this picture. If you do it as a selfie, you can use a stand. So if you have a camera stand or something, or you stand your camera on something, that's totally fine, but you should not be taking the selfie style, and there's no crazy editing with this. You don't need to add filters or anything like that. If you want to use like Facetune, or you want to touch up the picture some, that's totally fine, as long as it doesn't look ridiculous. But just keep in mind, this is just a normal, simple photo, just clean, simple, professional. If you want to add a little bit of touch up, obviously that's fine. And so The last piece I want to cover here after you get the picture figured out is you need to make sure that that picture is showing up whenever anybody looks at your profile because it's not necessarily the default. I don't know what the default is, but you want to double check that people are seeing this picture whether they're connected with you or not and whether they're on LinkedIn or not. You want anybody searching for you to be able to see this picture. Maybe you have some privacy concerns if that's the case, then you know feel free to change this. But if you're looking for a job and you want to build your brand and you want to network appropriately, you need to make your picture available as much as possible. And the way you do this is actually in your LinkedIn settings. If you go to your profile and you click on your profile picture, it'll bring up like a picture editing kind of tool. And on the bottom left is like a little eye logo. It looks like the CBS network logo. And there's a little eye. You click that and next to that, it'll say like public, private, whatever. You click that and it'll bring up different options in terms of how public you can make your picture. You want to put it on the most public setting. And it's something like you know, people even outside of LinkedIn can see your picture. You want to make it very easy for people to find you. That's my recommendation. Again, you can do whatever you want. But that's what I recommend if you're hunting for a job. So that's it. Again, to wrap it up, your background photo can have one of two options, a personal touch, which is, which is what I recommend to start with, or a branding touch. Branding, again, is more for the entrepreneur, solopreneur, but if you feel like you have an established personal brand and you want to go build something, go to canva.com. You can do it completely for free or pay a little bit to do a really cool one, um, but that's one option. But I, again, recommend the personal touch, just a picture that says something about you. Again, mine is the Air Force Academy. Yours can be where you're from. It can be your college, your school. It can be a ship you were a driver. On, or a plane you flew, or whatever the case is, that's my recommendation. And then your profile pick remember professional, not Facebook, not Instagram, no one else in the picture, just you, a headshot, natural lighting, 60% of the frame, natural smile, not creepy or weird, and wear a suit and tie or button up shirt, something. Casual, like business casual or fully professional, either one uh, is, is generally fine and and keep it simple and, and touch it up a little bit if you if you want to or you feel like it needs it. But again, nobody else in there. This is, I've seen way too many people on LinkedIn with other people in their photo. This is not Facebook or anything like that. So just you, and again, if you have a photo on your profile, you're 14 times more likely to be looked at by someone and someone actually review and read your profile. The reason we're starting with the picture is because you just need to start there. Get your picture up there and, and start there, and then you can work on everything else because with that picture, it's just going to help you out more than anything else you can do, and it's such an easy thing to start with, and it's such an easy thing to do. Just take your picture tonight and put it up there, and then you can always change it if you want to up your game a little bit. But anyway, that's it today. Shorter than normal episode, but again, background, profile picture, super important if you haven't caught the drift. So go ahead and take care of those and check out our our next episode. Our next episode, we're going to talk about the headline. We're going to talk about the specific URL that you have for your profile and a couple other cool things. So check out that episode once you're done with this one. Thanks so much for listening. Again, I always like to close every podcast with my favorite quote, which is a Winston Churchill quote, which I believe embodies the transition. And it goes, success is not final, failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. That's it. Thanks so much for listening. And we will catch you guys next time. You've been listening to the vet coach transition tips podcast. For more transition tips and content, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out transitionvetcoach.com. Thanks so much for your service and all you do. As always, if you have any questions, email Pat directly at pat at transitionvetcoach.com.